This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast thus far. I just wanted to draw your attention to a really cool website that uh, I've come across and uh, follow on Facebook and really cool stuff for your altar needs, anything that you need to decorate your altar with, specifically uh, wood carvings of uh, gods and goddesses. Um, And I'm talking about Odin's Beard Woodworking, okay? If you go to www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com, check out all the really cool altar pieces that they have. Not only do they have larger altar pieces that you can keep on your altar at home, but uh, they also offer really convenient, cool pocket altars, things that you can take with you as and when you travel. All right. Uh, You can find them on Facebook, Odin's Beard Woodworking, uh, and go to odinsbeardwoodworking.com. Uh, really great stuff. They're doing wonderful things, um, serving the uh, heathen community, providing really awesome work. I myself have a Thor uh, altar piece. It's a Thor pocket altar, um, and he sits on my altar at all times. But he also goes with me when and as I travel uh, great distances. So definitely check them out um, on Facebook, Odin's Beard Woodworking, and go to their website, www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com, and get you something to help accentuate your altar today. Thanks, guys. Hey, folks, welcome back to another episode of Midgard Musings. My name is Jesse. Thanks so much for listening today. I've got another kind of cool story I want to, not really a story, but a, a neat bit of information to go over. Um, in Norse mythology and in the lore and in heathenry in general, we hear uh, about things pertaining to fate, um, specifically the three figures uh, of kind of fate, as you will, something that similarly is uh, mirroring what you would see in Greek mythology. Uh, the sisters of fate, right? In, in Norse lore and in Norse mythology, we have the Norns. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Norns. And I've got a, a little excerpt from a book here called uh, Epic Tales, Norse Tales, or Norse Myths and Tales. Um, it comes out of the publishing company uh, Flame Tree. So Flame Tree Publishing has released this. You can find it at uh, Barnes & Noble. You can probably find it on Amazon. But if you just search... Epic Tales, Norse Myths and Tales by Flame Tree Publishing. You should be able to find it in your local bookstore or online platform. It's a really neat source of the stories of the of the of the mythology aspects of uh, you know of things. So it doesn't really go over the you know worldview of heathenry so much, but it does deliver a nice prose approach to 
the myths and stories of Norse lore. Um, so before we get started real quick, make sure you guys are following me on Facebook, uh, Midgard Musings, fa- facebook.com slash Midgard Musings TN, and then also subscribing to the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Midgard Musings. Uh, so I'm going to be reading you guys uh, this short sex- section, if I can get it out, <laughs> of about the Norns, uh, the Norns web. Okay, and then we're going to be talking a little bit about these figures and uh, who and what they are uh, within our, our 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 belief system, our faith, what have you. All right, so this is the Norns web. Um, so here we go. The northern goddesses of fate, who were called Norns, were in no wise subject to the other gods, who might neither question nor influence their decrees. They were three sisters, probably descendants of the giant Norvi, from whom sprang Nort, which is night in Old Norse. As soon as the Golden Age was ended and sin began to steal even into the heavenly homes of Asgard, the Norns made their appearance under the great ash Yggdrasil and took up their abode near the Urdar fountain. According to some mythologists, their mission was to warn the gods of future evil to bid them make good use of the present and to teach them wholesome lessons from the past. These three sisters, whose names were Urd, Verdandi, and Skuld, were personifications of the past, present, and future. Their principal occupations were to weave the web of fate, to sprinkle daily the sacred tree with water from the Urdur fountain. and to put fresh clay around its roots that it might remain fresh and evergreen. Some authorities further state that the Norns kept watch over the golden apples which hung on the branches of the Tree of Life, experience and knowledge, allowing none but Idun to pick the fruit which was that which, with which the gods renewed their youth. The Norns also fed and tenderly cared for two swans, which swan over the mirror-like surface of the Urdur fountain, and from the pairs of birds all the swans on earth are supposed to be descended. At times, it is said, the Norns clothed themselves with swan plumage to visit the earth, or sported like mermaids along the coast and in various lakes and rivers, appearing to mortals from time to time to foretell the future or give them sage advice. The Norns sometimes wove webs so large that while one of the weavers that one of the weavers stood on a high mountain in the extreme east, another waded far out into the western sea. The threads of their woof resembled cords and varied greatly in hue according to the nature of the events about to occur, and a black thread tending from north to south was invariably considered an omen of death. As these sisters flashed the shuttle to and fro, they chanted a solemn song. They did not seem to weave according to their own wishes, but blindly, as if reluctantly executing the wishes of Orlog, the eternal law of the universe, an older and superior power, who apparently had neither beginning nor end. Two of the Norns, Urd and Verdandi, were considered to be very beneficent indeed. 
while the third, it is said, relentlessly undid their work, and often, when nearly finished, tore it angrily to threads, scattering the remnants to the winds of heaven. As personifications of time, the Norns were represented as sisters of different ages and characters. Urd, or word or weird, apparent, appearing very old and decrepit, continually looking backward, as if absorbed in contemplating past events and people. Verdandi, the second sister, young, active, and fearless, looked straight before her, while Skuld, the type of the future, was generally represented as closely veiled, with head turned in the direction opposite to where Urd was gazing, and holding a book or scroll which had not yet been opened or unrolled. These Norns were visited daily by the gods who loved to consult them, and even Odin himself frequently rode down to the Urdar fountain to bespeak their aid, for they generally answered their, his questions, maintaining silence only about his own fate and that of his fellow gods. All right, you know, so guys, um, I'm going to kind of reflect back a little bit here and there uh, as I can, uh, talking about what what kind of I just read. You know, one of the one of the biggest things I found about this path, um, heathenry specifically, is that um, we weave our own webs. We we definitely have uh, we definitely have um, an influence on things when it comes to the 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 what is added to the well the urdar well where it talks about the the norns uh, at the, the well of the of the, uh, at the at the at the base of of Yggdrasil, Udr Brimer, right um, the things that we add to the well echo for eternity so those and and how we add things to the well how those uh, kind of those threads are woven is through our deeds and through our actions how we interact with folks the, the the webs that we tie with others it's not just what we do but it's what we do with each other so it's a very interactive thing um, fate is at least from my perspective and, and how I view things is, is yes there are certain things that we are fated to, to happen things that are fated to happen to us for instance the fated day of our birth was set um, there was no way that that is altered or changed because it happened when it happened and there's nothing that can be done to change it. Our fated day of death, there's nothing that we can do to speed it up. There's nothing that we can do to delay it. When it happens, it happens. That is our fate. That is when it happens. So anything that we do in between will only add to the well that our descendants then get to uh, benefit from or or. or you know, get from the orlog that we add to the well. So our deeds now will become orlog for our descendants, just like the orlog of our ancestors are things that we inherit now. So when we do things nowadays, whether they be you know ill deeds or good deeds or things, it, it all ends up being kind of added to the well. How we interact with people, the, the ties that we maintain, the we the webs that we weave with one another um, 
has a very impactful, you know, uh, part in not just the here and now, not not just in the Varadandi, but in the school, the things that could, should, will become, right? So, sorry about that. The microphone adjusted on me. I've been having trouble with that lately. I'm not sure why. I apologize. But, um, you know, so we live in the Verdandi, the, the now, the things that are happening now in the present. And we learn from Urd, the, the, the past, the things that have come before us. And we try to affect and build good now to influence in positive ways and to do things good for the the school the future the things that that which is that's that which should be that which will be um and and how we interact with one another is very impactful with that like i said before it's 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 not something that um kind of almost like the, the 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 concept of karma you know what you put out into the universe what you put out there is what comes back so if you put out bad you get bad to come back and you put out good it builds and it, and it gives you you know good things to come back and that's in a in a shortened kind of condensed way how i see fate in general it's not that we are just you know destined to uh, to to be uh, a certain thing or a certain way um if things are going tough for you right now then there's a couple of factors um at least the way i look at it if things are going tough for me i have a couple of things to look at i have my own deeds and my own actions i've either done something to uh result in the, the current situation or i've not done things to result in the current situation my action or inaction has resulted in the current state of affairs um, and then there's things that I've inherited. There's 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 things that you cannot control. There's traits. There's characteristics about your ancestors, the orlog that you inherited, that uh, you just kind of have to deal with and work with. And and but the great thing about orlog is that you're not stuck with something because it is that way. Um, the the traits and the characteristics and the you know the 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 foulness that may be in your well in your family well. Uh, is not a defining factor for your future. You can add more good to the well to sort of dilute and and bring about better, clearer waters. You don't have to be stuck with those murky waters your whole life. Um, and I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people don't necessarily realize when they're getting into this is that you have an impact on how clear the waters are. You have an impact and a, and a say and uh, an active part in how your well looks right how your family well looks how the, how things continue to proceed throughout your existence and how your descendants will benefit from your actions or inactions all right so uh that's a little bit about the norns guys i'm going to probably be doing a series maybe not the whole series but at least a video uh on youtube about this because it is such a fascinating thing and i think it's something that we as heathens should uh, definitely be uh, focused on and and conscious of. So if you like the, today's episode, please consider supporting the episode through any monetary donations that uh, the, the, the platform that you're listening on allows. At the very least, share them around on your social media platforms, link them and send them to people. Tell your heathen friends about them if it's things that you think they'd be interested in. Be sure to follow the Facebook page 
Midgard Musings, and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. I upload new content there every week on Sunday nights, and I go live on the Facebook page at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time every Sunday night. So thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening today. And uh, shoot me an email, too. I forget to mention, uh, guys, my, my contact information is in every YouTube video that I publish. Okay, So if you're ever wondering on how to get a hold of me, just check one of my YouTube videos. Go down into the description, and there's several ways of how you can reach me through the Facebook page. My email address is midgardmusingstn at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me an email with any questions that you have um, or any suggested material that you'd like to see come up here on the platform. And um, I'll definitely put it into consideration for the rotation of, of episodes to, to publish. So thank you so much again for listening today. I appreciate all of your support. And until next time, may your ancestors smile on you and may the gods continue to walk with you. <laughs>